There's also an opportunity to find that pleasure and that success in different asset classes. And as you spread out through some of them, you can diversify and get rid of some of the risk there. And it's not going to all go sideways at once. Welcome to Surgeon Syndicate. If you're paying attention, you know that you only make money when you work. It might be great money, but it's dependent on you. The information on this podcast will help you solve that. We interview experts and provide analysis into financial freedom through commercial real estate. Why? To help physicians like you thrive. Let's dive in. Welcome to today's show. This is Mike McManus and welcome to Surgeon Syndicate. This is a show that exists and is here to help physicians and medical practitioners escape the golden handcuffs and develop financial freedom through commercial real estate with really the ultimate goal of becoming work optional. Medicine can be a tough job, but can also be very rewarding. And my experience was that when I felt trapped by medicine and forced to work there every day, that a lot of the reward was less. And when I didn't need it as much financially, I found more joy in practicing and interacting with my patients. So before we get on with the show, just a quick word from the sponsor. Our sponsor, as always, is Fortress Capital. Fortress Capital is a private equity company that I founded to help medical professionals invest in commercial real estate and develop financial freedom. So the show was launched a few weeks ago by the time you're listening to this. And really, there's been a lot of great feedback more interest than I ever could have anticipated. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here, for listening to the show, and I hope it's adding value to it. Interestingly, so far, I've had a lot of interaction with docs and with non-doctors and some great discussions about why people want to invest in real estate or why they don't. And all of this comes back into some of this mindset stuff. And what I found is two of the big forces that drive us are the need to avoid pain or the need to gain pleasure. And both of those, I think, affect all of us when we're looking at our investments. The need to avoid pain, I think, can be both something that drives us to invest in real estate or keeps us from doing it. For myself personally, I had been investing in your standard stock market. I had managed accounts. I tried doing it on my own. And I really wasn't happy with the returns I'd been getting. And I felt the pain. I looked at my returns. I was not happy. And it just started burning. And I started looking for other things and needing to get away from that pain of those returns I saw. And part of it was also that I went through some burnout. There was the pain of feeling trapped in my job that I didn't see a way out. And so as I found real estate, it became a way to help me escape the pain. And that was part of my big push initially. Now, as I've been talking to other people about it, the fear of pain is what's keeping them from doing it because they don't want to have the pain of losing money. There's really this concern that at least 
if I'm investing where everybody else does, if the stock market goes sideways, we're kind of all in this loss together where real estate's a little different. If you're investing in individual projects, you're not investing in this broad market. And they're afraid they're going to make the mistake of going into something and potentially losing money. And that's a real fear. And I think did a recent show about this. We talked about either using education to learn more about it so you can feel more comfortable or connections, meeting people who you trust to help you invest and can help you learn more are a couple of ways to work past that fear. Because on the other side is that need to gain pleasure. For me, the pleasure associated with it was the financial freedom and the ability to reach a point where I could see a path to being work optional, to not being stuck being a doctor and feeling like I was trapped and going in and having to do this even though it wasn't providing the reward it used to. And as it began to feel less mandatory, some of the joy started coming back. But some of the other pleasures that can come with real estate are some of the same things we talked about with the pain, is that not everybody gets the same outcomes. And the great side of that is real estate doesn't typically go sideways as a whole that there are different assets that perform differently at different times. Every once in a while, like in 2009, a lot of things go sideways all at once because of the contagion that affected the entire economy. But right now, some examples is recent years, while interest rates were low, we saw multifamily go through a great boom and everybody was saying, great, great returns. And at the same time, Self-storage around COVID went through a big boom while retail felt some huge pain. Retail felt pain during the era of the dot-coms and the Amazons. Everybody thought that stores were going away. Where now we're seeing self-storage have some flattening out, multifamily experiencing some pain where there's still some great opportunities in retail. Right now, the biggest pain is probably going on in office. But at the same time, this will likely be one of the greatest opportunities over the next several years. So this concern about the pain, there's also an opportunity to find that pleasure and that success in different asset classes. And as you spread out through some of them, you can diversify a little bit and get rid of some of the risk there and the fear of the pain and knowing that I've got some stuff invested in different places and it's not going to all go sideways at once. So the next thing that I've seen with a lot of docs and what's holding them up are their BVRs. That's their beliefs, their values, and their rules about money, about success, about how you're supposed to spend your time. There's still a lot of people that I talk to that feel like somehow it's unfair if they're succeeding without somehow suffering for it or working really hard for it. And that if they are, that somehow there's something wrong with that. I used to have some of that. I think it came from my parents, came from a working class background. 
And this idea of there was only so much out there. And if you had more, somehow somebody else didn't get enough, which is more that whole idea of a world of scarcity versus a world of abundance. That can be a hard one to get by. And also, with doctors, we're supposed to play by a rule book. And we're taught that all the way through med school and through residency, and that you have to understand everything completely before you can really engage in it. And that's where I've probably seen more doctors get stuck and really having nothing more than their standard retirement accounts and the prosperity that's available through real estate. And really, man, commercial real estate is the greatest way to build lasting wealth, not only wealth that can give you freedom, but can give freedom to your children. It can be transferred through generations. So really those values about money and about how much different people have is one of the biggest things I'm seeing hold docs back. And so I had a recent conversation with Trevor McGregor, who's on one of the other shows, and I just have to give him some credit for this, of a couple of the laws of the universe. And this is the law of compensation and the law of circulation. And so the law of compensation has to do with you receiving back in proportion to what you put out. This has been attributed to Bob Proctor and also to Ralph Waldo Emerson when I was looking back, trying to say, where did all this stuff come from? So going back to Emerson, who stated, each person is compensated in like manner for that which he or she has contributed. And the idea here is the more you put out there in the world and the more you give to help others, you'll see that come back. And we see that as doctors, and maybe it's a little more straight line that the more patients you see, the more you get back. What I found on the real estate side is as I was trying to learn, but I also started sharing that with other people, that more people came into my circle and I learned faster. And the more we just kept doing this, the more opportunities that came along right after launching the podcast, I got a message on LinkedIn from somebody that I work with in the hospital and a couple of people that I've known for years, but had no idea that they had interest in commercial real estate. So right after the podcast launched, they got in touch with me and were like, Hey, help us do this. So we met and we had this long conversation. Then they were like, here are a couple places we've been looking at. I don't know if this is worthwhile. So we started looking at them together. And right now there's some potential there. So we haven't partnered yet, but we're looking to partner. As I got convinced of this idea that the more I tried to help people down this path, the more that came back. And here I was able to share some of my knowledge and experience of how to get into this game. And they brought a deal on some things that I hadn't seen locally here in Green Bay. If we think about that we're out there and we're trying to help other people and trying to contribute something as we receive, I've just found that the more and more I've just tried to share all the stuff that I'm learning here and how it's changed my life, that other people 
keep bringing this back to me. And the other one is the law of circulation. So the law of circulation, I think, is fun. And it really comes to the idea that where things are happening, more good happens and it circulates around. And where things are stagnant is more a world of death and despair that it just kind of dries up and doesn't happen. And so when you get out there and you start doing more, other things start happening in places you may not expect it. You may have things coming back to you on other sides. And so when you start investing in real estate and even the process of learning about it, it takes listening to podcasts and meeting other people, going to meetings and meeting other people. And the more you do it, the more you get into these circles, you will learn more. And then other people have questions for you and you learn something from them. You find deals and you bring a friend along. Next thing you know, they're like, hey, I've been investing with these people and it's been really beneficial. And you start coming along, but it takes action. And if you just sit and think about it, nothing ever happens. And I have to say, I was guilty of that for, oh man, a couple of years. Maybe it wasn't that long, but I was ready to go, but just couldn't pull the trigger. But once I started really moving forward, more and more happened. So I think to wrap this show up, the key is that if you're thinking about this, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously got some interest, is what's going to be your next step? Where are you going to learn more to figure out how you're going to move forward with and, and start investing? That's what we're here for. If you want to have a conversation with me, I'd love to I'd love to help bring you along on this journey of mine and get you to a place financially where it becomes work optional and start expanding your horizons. There's other places too. There's great meetings out there. There's great podcasts and all kinds of places, but you have to start acting. So thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the show and we provided some great value and hope to see you again soon on Surgeon Syndicate. This has been an episode of Surgeon Syndicate. If you got value from this episode, you know other surgeons are hungry to become job optional and you can help them by sharing this content today. I'd also love to serve you better, so I wanted to offer you two things. Number one, I'll be able to give you the content in an even better way if you take a moment and leave an honest written review of the show explaining what you like and what you don't. And number two, if you are a surgeon and serious about this, you don't want to do this on your own because you don't want to make mistakes with your money. I'd be happy to help you. Schedule a call and we can make a plan. Looking forward to having you with me on the next episode.